Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is a podcast from WOR. Week's news got you down? Stick around. He's going to tell it to you his way. Just like Frank, because he's tougher than any headline. He's from New Jersey. He's Jersey Joe. So turn up the volume. You know what we have to do. And then winter turns to spring It's not just the season, you know it goes for everything It's even true for voices when boys begin to grow You gotta take a lesson from Mother Nature And if you do, you'll know When it's time to change, then it's time to change Don't fight the tide, come along for the ride, don't you see? Wow, how about that? Who would have thought that we would still be looking to the Brady Bunch to give us direction on how society needs to move forward? I don't think the protesters in the streets and on college campuses saw that episode. What do you think, Sue Ann? Apparently not, Apparently not, because I tell you, in the aftermath of this incredible election and in the... um, the middle of the appointments and with the cameras focused on the front doors of the uh, golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, and at Trump Tower, because everyone is waiting with bated breath for appointments that are ahead of schedule. The real problem that no one seems to want to talk about is the fact that the cry boobies, as I call them, are in the streets, uh, still causing a ruckus in from Portland, uh, Oregon, to to uh, the streets of New York City. And it really spotlights, I think, a problem that's far scarier than anything uh, President-elect Donald Trump uh, has in store for us. What do you think? I'm with you. What is going on in the streets is absolutely reprehensible. And I recall when, uh, in 2012 maybe it was, when President Obama said, I won, get over it. So we won, get over it. Well, I don't think it's going to be that easy this time. November 20th, 2016. No, because we, we didn't behave that way. Welcome to the Jersey <laughs> Joe Show. And, you know, we have had our fill of politics for the last uh, 18 weeks. And we'll have a little bit of a departure tonight because we're going to talk about some of the other issues that uh, have become evident to me anyway. one 800 321 if you want to weigh in on... What everybody, I think, is is missing here, and that is we have raised a youth that is not prepared to deal with 
this kind of adversity. Now, I got to tell you, if I were to start crying over election results, I don't care if I was 18, 19, 20. My mom would have kicked me in the pants and told me the man up. And I have to say, I saw an interview with a young man on a college campus who was asked how he dealt with this. And he said, well, I had a big cry and then I had my cocoa and then I started petting my dog. Who are you calling a dummy, you big dummy? I'm calling that kid a big dummy. And I want to know, are there girls out there who are going for guys like this? The guy with the man bun who's wearing the skinny jeans? I don't get it. I don't. If I knew this, I would have not worked out for four years during high school. I would have skipped the gym entirely during college and just sat on the sofa eating ring dings. Because what we have in front of us is a group of, I believe, feminized boys Mm -hmm. and the girls who are leading them around by their nose. And I want to know, as a woman, Sue Ann, looking at this, what do you have to say? Where? What happened? I don't the the men coming up the men and I use the term loosely coming up the ranks they have been totally emasculated. When you see guys like this I just like what do you do with a guy like that? I mean what do you do with this little skinny jean wearing kind of guy who's been totally emasculated and that's been going on for a while. You can see it in a lot of the commercials. Um, one that always sticks out in my mind is the yogurt commercial where the woman is on the phone with her friend telling her friend how she just ate strawberry shortcake and this, that, and the other thing. And the husband goes to look in the refrigerator and she turns around and she goes, get out of that refrigerator. Don't you dare touch what's in there. And like a little wimp, he cowers and backs off. And I remember seeing that commercial for the first time and I just thought, oh my God, who is that guy that does that? And who is that woman that speaks to that man like that? Geeks are not your cup of tea? Well, a geek is different okay. than Well, let's 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 help define some of the criteria now. The man bun. <laughs> and I don't even like to say it cuz it's uh, to me I, I conjure up pictures <laughs> that I don't want to think of, but the man bun is a hairdo. <laughs> yes, it's a ponytail on top of a guy's head and the only man that I say can pull that off is uh, David Beckham and that's about it. Okay. So <laughs> The skinny jeans. We had tight jeans as, you know, when we were coming up, it was the Jordache look and yeah. Sassoon. And, uh, it makes guys look like girls, sort of. But now they're really tight, mm-hmm. and they're tight on the calf, I've noticed. Yes. So these are yes. like, and if the guy's really skinny, he's like, it's like yeah. two stick figures. And <laughs> the girls they're Bring with are like three, four times their size. This is what I'm noticing oh, in God. the streets. And I'm wondering what, it's just kind of a complete role reversal. Yep. And the problem I'm having is that I believe that the indoctrination camps that we now call universities, mm-hmm. that's where these um, these kids are fed and diapered. But they are produced in households across America. Yeah, I, you know, I would venture to say that part of that also is the fact that women are having babies later, and I think they tend to be a little bit more cautious, a little more of a helicopter parent, a little more on top of the kids as well. I think when you're younger, you have a different mindset, but as you get older, your mindset kind of changes, and you're, you tend to be a little bit more overprotective. With so the, with you're the blaming kids. the parents. No, I'm not blaming the parents. I just think that's a problem when you have children when when you're older. You just have a lot more hang-ups as you get older and a lot more concerns as you get older. And that Pro- may be part of it. But it's society and it's the whole leftist agenda of 
we need to make the distinction. We're not talking about protests, folks. We understand that there are people, and it's obviously a part of American um, history and part of our way to protest. We don't have a problem with that. But when we have destructive, violent people pulling people out of cars, um, crying for days, making excuses for bad behavior, blocking streets, and causing storefronts to burn down, that's a problem. And it's not isolated. And it's not being dealt with appropriately by our leaders because it's actually being encouraged. Yes, it is. And it's not a protest anymore when that starts happening. It's, It's a riot. And when you have Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor saying continue to resist Donald Trump, continue to protest. I mean, isn't she supposed to be a non-political figure? So where is she as a Supreme Court justice? Beyond that, it's not that. a I mean, responsible Bill de Blasio is saying this. response. Nobody's calling out the riots. Yeah, you can protest. That is fine. But this has ventured off into outright rioting. And when a pregnant woman is in her car and her car is being vandalized while she's in it and she can't get through this traffic jam, I mean, that's a serious issue. I mean, this is the party. I'm not quite sure where it is, where uh, exactly where it happened. But this is supposed to be the party that's in defense of women and minorities and gays. And this behavior towards a pregnant woman is completely acceptable. And there is no one on the Democrat side of the aisle that is calling out this behavior. Not one single solitary Democrat has said anything about this. And they're saying that Trump needs to address these people. No, he does not. They're not his supporters. So it's not incumbent to him to have to come out and tell people to stop. It's up to Obama, Hillary Clinton, and every other Democrat that's allowing it. The fact that we have uh, actors who are ending performances by booing the vice president-elect mm-hmm. here in New York City. It's bad manners. It doesn't reflect well on the city. I am a firm believer in expressing your opinions in the appropriate places. I don't believe the others who were in that audience, and this is, we're talking about the fact that VP-elect and his kids and friends went to see Hamilton. Everyone's talking about that. Hmm. The overhyped play (laughs) about rapping founders. And, uh, yeah, the tickets are like six grand or some ridiculous number. But um, he was booed, and Mm -hmm. he was addressed as he exited the theater, uh, called out. And Mike Pence, I mean, he's such a He's a gracious, he's class polite, act. class act, stood and, you know, heard his piece and went on his merry way. And it was only the following day that uh, President-elect Trump um, criticized uh, the cast mm-hmm. of Hamilton for doing that. Now, when you go to a, a movie, when you go to a, uh, a production, an event, a show, you expect to be entertained, get your money's worth and exit the theater. If you have an issue, we have so many forums now and so many ways to make yourself... Um, known and to, you know, you can go to Twitter, you can go to a, a rally, but to do it in the confines of a theater and to betray the expectations of your audience like that, it's highly inappropriate. It's rude. I found it crass. And I do believe that somebody in the business side of things needs to look at this and say, how are we going to alienate half of our audience 
and half of the population, and how will that affect the bottom line? The NFL is learning this lesson the hard way, and you would think that someone with sense— Broadway has always struggled <laughs> because yep. the ticket prices are going through the roof and there are not a lot of people who can afford it. So why hurt yourself by doing something that is so unnecessary uh, and call attention to yourself in such a bad way when you've got a bunch of other business entities that are suffering consequence of irresponsible behavior like the NFL we know what's happened to the New York Times they've lost their you know their 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 readership and their circulation and base and their credibility and yeah well mm. that was lost long ago and you've got CNN MSNBC who have no dis, have no regard for the integrity of their profession and have lost millions of viewers over the last 10 years. And I'm okay with that. I'm I'm totally fine with it. You know what? Let them keep behaving this way. Let them keep alienating themselves and let them keep showing themselves for exactly what they are. They are intolerant. They're more bigoted and racist than anyone else. And the more that they do this, the more that they seal their fate on, on them, on themselves being called these things and showing themselves for exactly who they are. So I'm like, you know what? Keep going. Keep doing it. (laughs) one eight hundred three two one zero seven ten one eight hundred three two one zero seven ten if you want to weigh in on this other news of the day because we are focused on things non trump uh tonight because we've really had our filled how how much can you really uh discern from uh having your camera focused on two doorways? Oh my one at Trump Tower and one at Bedminster <laughs> Golf Club. There's not much going on. We'll talk about some of the appointments later in the show. But really, I think the, the bigger concern for me is how we all pull together now that we have basically very, very depressed people walking around. Aww. And um, snowflakes. <laughs> if it were us, we would deal with it and get over it and in about a week. we deal with it. We dealt with it. Look, if Hillary won, I really would have been upset. I would have... I would have, but that would not have led me to want to protest, take to the streets, and riot. And that didn't happen either of the times that Obama was elected. And this is how these people are acting. We had a vote. And, you know, the ironic thing with this whole Hamilton issue is that Alexander Hamilton was one of the biggest proponents of the Electoral College. So I guess these actors are not even paying attention. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To either what they're singing, and they have certainly not bothered to find out the history of Alexander Hamilton. Well, to tell you the truth, right now, the only way you learn about Alexander Hamilton is by going to a, a play that you have to pay. Aren't they even listening act- to what they're singing and saying and... And and he's the mo- he was one of the most pro electoral college because I learned it in um, civics. We had civics class in um, when I was in uh, it was high school, mm-hmm. first year in high school, and that's where you learn things like this. Well, but I don't think they teach they're, that they're anymore. They're singing the lyrics, and apparently they're not learning either. So there you go. Yeah, I, I was actually <laughs> Isn't that um, bizarre. 
I was watching video of your seven-year-old nephew Daniel's birthday party. Oh wow! Where you had Don't you uh, wish you were seven at, and at that party? I was really jealous. <laughs> I wanted to go back to being seven because uh, the video was. I mean, it I was, was a free for all. <laughs> Twenty-five kids in a backyard slugging each other with bowling pins that yeah, were inflatable. Inflated. Bowling pins. They decided that bowling How was not what that? they were going to play. They, they were, were more behaved than the <laughs> 18, 20 year old and 20 they year olds in the street. They were having a great streets. time. They were on bikes and scooters and playing yeah. with toy guns that my nephew could probably arm a militia with his toy guns. That's how many he has. And the really cool thing was that the parents who stayed uh, were not PC and were not freaking out over toy guns. As a matter of fact, he got a, a couple of toy guns and Nerf guns and. I'm Another surprised that there weren't more for, parents uh, who were confiscating your toy guns at the party. You know what? Not a one. Nobody, not one of the few parents that were there, none of them said anything. And it was like, you know, because, you know, we're so involved and we know how, how people feel about these things. I was waiting for a mom to be there and say something. And none of them did. There were about five parents, five or six parents who stayed. And these kids were just screaming and running around that backyard and... They were having a ball. Yeah. So so. It looked like it was a lot of fun. And you also started building with Legos and posting oh. it on Facebook. And you said that. <laughs> yes, this is what I do on Saturday night. Aunt and Sue, Sue built, built this. And I asked you on Facebook, what is it? It's a little camper trailer. Yeah, so we needed cute. a hint there. So we went, stick to your day job. <laughs> exactly. I Legos guess I have is to not give your up thing. Like, well, no, I, I mean, uh, I am a builder. You had to say that. <laughs> Let's go right to the phones. Dan, welcome to the show. How are you? I've been listening about what you're talking about here, uh, and it dawned on me today, uh, you know, they hide behind their First Amendment right for free speech and all that garbage, uh, but there is uh, that right, but at the same time, it can border and uh, cross over into uh, civil disobedience, and that is against the law. Well, yeah, it's certainly good. when it becomes violent, it, it crosses the line. And generally, in most cases, law enforcement ushered in by uh, a civil authority can take care of this. But when it comes to liberals and Democrats, the rules change. They don't step up. Exactly. And uh, some of the things that I was reading about today, uh, when you talk about, you know, certain traits being, you know, honesty, integrity, tolerance. Uh, these are all things that make up uh, one's values. And uh, it dawned on me when uh, Trump was running in the uh, primaries against uh, Ted Cruz, and not that I was a uh, Cruz uh, supporter, I always supported Trump, uh, but he referred to New York values. And honest to God, isn't that what's happening right now? That's right. They are on full display. It's, it's you know, un- it's unbelievable how... The way I grew up, and let me tell you something, I protested uh, when I was in college, and we're talking back in the 70s, uh, Vietnam, we had a reason, because uh, we were dying, and uh, people were coming back, and... uh, being disrespected for fighting for their country. Yeah, the stakes and, were much uh, higher. This is, uh, you know, something that we all deal with in life. It's a loss, and certainly conservatives have had their share of losses over, you know, the last two cycles, and I never uh, have seen such a display of uh, immaturity among adults and young adults. Thanks for your call, Dan. Let's move on to Nancy. Nancy, hi. Welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, guys. I spoke to Sean Spencer last week. He's a a communications director of the RNC. And I said to him, 
For the next four years, we're going to be called racist, anti-Semitic, all those words. For the next four years, 24-7, MSNBC, CNN. What, where's your comeback on that? Where are the Trump supporters, especially on CNN? Where's your comeback on that? And he didn't have a good answer. And this is Sean Spicer, the communications director of the RNC. I said, it's so simple to do. The Democrat Party's a racist, the anti-Semites with Keith Ellison now. And um, I said, well, you've got to get better surrogates. And he didn't really have an answer. Oh, well, we won, he said to me. No, it's not good enough. For four years, we're going to hear this. And for the next four years, that we're racist, anti-Semitic, and all that stuff. Nancy, you and, have been such a fantastic uh, contributor to, to the show. I practically <laughs> think you're here in studio with us week to week because uh-huh. we hear from you so often. You have such sage advice for those uh, surrogates. There are two things you you probably should consider doing. One is actually becoming a, a surrogate, surrogate for right? Trump. <laughs> and two is right. probably just turning CNN off because it's obviously <laughs> well, no, all causing you place. distress. He didn't have an answer for me. And um. I blame the Democrats, again, the surrogates should be blaming the Democrats because the Democrats for a year and a half. See, we don't accuse Democrats of anything. They accuse us of everything every day. The Democrats for a year and a half have called us, you know, the racists and all that stuff and said that we're only going to govern white people. So that's how this Hamilton guy, (laughs) as a leftist Democrat, thought that we're not going to govern blacks or Hispanics and no, anyone else, gays, etc. So if I was a surrogate, I'd be out there blaming. It's the Democrats that told lies about us for the last year and a half. We're only going <laughs> to Well, I think, you know, I, I think that Trump's tweet points to a different kind of presidency. I think that he will um, step up and say what needs to be said, and I think he's going to use his uh, Twitter feed to... Uh, to uh, I think set some rules at the get-go. Nancy, I got to go because we have a whole slew of calls here. Great to hear from you. Kenny, welcome to the show. All right. You've got a great show. And uh, there's one thing. You brought up birthday parties for little kids. There's one thing that I do at birthday parties for little kids that brings the house down. The kids go crazy. And I'm the only person I've ever seen ever do this. And I can't believe no one else does it. And I'm not going to say what it is because I'm not going to give it away. Are you going to leave us hanging after that introduction? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but nah, if nobody knows this, this, this routine, it would drive the kids go wild and forget it, man. But birthday parties I have had, but you can only do it at one party. You know, well, the kids are going to know, you know the whole routine by that. But the bottom line here is this is my prediction. The cast of Hamilton and the cast of Hamilton probably doesn't even know who won the duel. They're going right. to be invited to the White House. You just wait and see. Pence walked right into it. You should have known a bunch of liberal actors, New York City. Your record is a you're, you're a, a captive guest like that. I've been in situations like too where I was a captive guest, and there's nothing I could do but sit there and you know just take it. And the, the bottom line also with Phil Jackson this week with the word posse. Remember, all upset about the word. Yes, I mean, yes, the rapid, racial overtones. Right. That's supposedly. not nonsense. We know LeBron James ain't really bothered by that, but if he is, then he's the Tower of Jelly. But the bottom line is they're bullying these guys. They're getting away with it. The other woman said for the next four years, this has been going on for 50 years. It's a hot branding line. And they don't care who they brand. They went after liberal icons. They went after Koch. His last two years, they branded him. You know what? They tarred and feathered him. They even did it to Billy Boy with Sister Soldier. So the bottom line is this, folks. Listen, four years from now, this is just a bullying tactic that's going on. Welfare checks will still be pumped out. You're still going to have abortions. 
gay rights, race quotas will still be here, and the world will still be coming to America four years from now. Those individuals, they should be protesting things like the kids getting murdered on the south side of Chicago. Or every day I pick up the newspaper in New York City, some little minority kid is getting the hell beat out of them by an adult or even killed or tortured or starved. And also... What about the, the unions are taking a beating? A lot of you good construction guys who were out there helping people during the double storm four years ago. Some of these guys were out of work. Some of them were losing their house. They were helping people with their homes, with all kinds of things. Why don't they talk about those people, the construction you, you Kenny, were good guys? you got to take that routine to the parties. That's all you got to do. Okay. <laughs> That's, you know, teach, teach these kids something about what's coming. I got to go. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> you teach them a little bit about the truth and what they're facing. I got to go. Heartbreak here. Callers, stay on the line. We'll take you after the break. This is the Jersey Joe Show on The Voice of New York, the new 710 WOR. Luck be a lady tonight. Oh, Blue Eyes, once again, helping me welcome our newest sponsor to the Jersey Joe Show, another Italian, Guerrero's Restaurant at 162 South Street in Marstown, New Jersey, serves up more than the finest authentic Neapolitan-style cuisine. Chef Jack prepares the fine dishes with the freshest ingredients to create a stellar dining experience. As Jack told Sue Ann, it's just like being at Grandma's house. Guerrero's prides itself on a relaxed and cozy atmosphere, and Jack couldn't be more gracious, always mingling and greeting his guests. He assures an attentive waitstaff, and sometimes you'll even catch him serenading someone right there in the dining room while enjoying some of the best Italian food this side of the Atlantic. Blame the unique experience on his grandparents who left Italy over a 100 years ago and brought all their homestyle recipes, their passion for family, tradition, and fun to Morristown, New Jersey. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 5 to 10 p.m. for a great meal and a memorable social experience. Make a new friend. Call Guerrero's Restaurant today to make a reservation at 973-267-5055. Again, 973-267-5055. Your competition and your prospective customers are using social media. Are you? If not, then you're missing out on a valuable resource to help grow your business, nonprofit, or campaign. A website alone cannot generate the traffic you need to make your organization successful. Don't leave your organization on the sidelines any longer. ColumbusStrategies.net will implement a social media strategy that will help you target prospects, build relationships, and grow your business. ColumbusStrategies.net was created with a small business owner in mind. We know that you wear many hats in the daily operation of your business. ColumbusStrategies.net will put together and maintain your social media marketing and website updates so you don't have to at a price you can afford. You will be able to spend your time doing what you do best while feeling confident that the social media marketing aspect of your business is in capable hands. Contact ColumbusStrategies.net today to get your business up and running on social media. It's the Jersey Joe Show. Linda Lavin singing the title uh, song to Alice, 70s show, uh, about a career girl. There are a couple of career girls making it on the scene. Of course, everyone knows about Melania Trump. You know, if Melania Trump was a Democrat, my goodness, 
We would not hear the end of it. Intelligent, five languages, poised, graceful, fashion icon, the new Jackie O. She speaks five languages. She's proud of her, her, her adopted country. She's a great example for women around the world. She's a beacon for balancing motherhood and career. But we don't, we don't hear a word about this. Not a word. Everybody is just saying that she's going to fall short of her predecessor. And I disagree wholeheartedly. But the real it girl now is Kellyanne Conway, who is yes. a Jersey girl. Yes, she is. Camden, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And she um, basically has, I think, put a new spin on what a career girl is supposed to be like. She's not only funny, if you've seen her many interviews, she manages to handle uh, very hostile uh, interviews very well. She really turns the tables with facts, and she does it with a smile, and I see really, really great things. And for the young girls of the world, I think she is going to be on display. Right, and no, that's another thing no one's talking about. She's the first female to run a successful presidential campaign. This is a big deal. And no one, the left is acting as if it didn't happen. Facebook is all ablaze with uh, Kellyanne Conway. People are just chiming in and She's just real. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jersey girl, so she knows how to go out there and, and handle the situation. So Let's continue with the calls. John, welcome to the show. Hi, uh, Jersey. Um, now, you have mass transit, right, in New Jersey? Yeah, you mean buses? Um, they, uh, Jerry Brown ran in 1980, 1984 about um, light bulbs that can save uh, energy. Now, what about carpooling and uh, mass transit to save on uh, energy and create jobs, which no other move can do, like creating bus driver jobs, mechanics? It never works. We have a light rail in New Jersey that barely anybody rides on. They're Going to try and build another one in Camden? People want to drive themselves in, and they need a job to earn money to buy a car. And that stimulates the economy more than sitting a on bus a driver. bus with, bus uh, you know, and uh, is your point that we need more government to, to, to incentivize uh, public transit? sector jobs? Driving by yourself is a waste. Well, you That's can a, carpool. It's a waste of, you're paying for the cost of that car when you go to the grocery store. That's right. And I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I'm not for a, everyone else. I'm You're, not a mass the, transit girl. The, the <laughs> I old want the lady freedom. on food stamps is paying for that. Paying for what? My car? Yes. How do you figure that? I got to put the gas in. And not only that, I got a nice 23% uh, gas tax And I'm subsidizing a light rail that I never use. Exactly. John, I don't see your point. And uh, are you, in, uh, are you a, uh, what's your profession? Talk to somebody who knows economics. Uh, 
We don't need to talk All right, to anybody. Then I guess we, we, can... we should end this conversation right now. Thanks for your call, because John. Because we are definitely not talking to someone who knows economics. Steve, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? It's Joe going great. Well, to your staff, uh, great show. I just wanted to chime in on the hypocrisy of the Democrats. They always... I don't think we... How much time do you got? Yep, they always call the other side racist. Mr. Trump has married a foreigner. Mr. Trump has a son-in-law who happens to be Jewish, and Ivanka practices Judaism. Mr. Trump offered Ben Carson, an African-American man, a position in his cabinet. So how can the man possibly be racist? This is so absurd, and people should boycott Hamilton and that whatever his name is, Brandon Dixon, should be kicked out of the Screen Actors Guild and banned from Broadway. What an embarrassment. Well, I think the free market will set in and people will have enough of this and they won't buy tickets to the show, which is why I'm saying this is so silly uh, for someone with half a brain who's running that operation should call those players in and reel them in because they're going to... They're going to destroy their own show. Exactly. I mean, you can't... You can't have, I mean, they got rocks in their heads. Right. I mean, exactly. I, stopped, I stopped being a fan of Bruce Springsteen because I went to a concert and I had to hear him pontificate about things that he had no business doing. And I was like, I paid for a ticket to come and hear a show. I didn't hear, didn't pay to come and hear about your politics. And that ended that for me. So a lot of other people are going to feel the same way. And I just say, hey, let the liberals keep doing what they do and they can all just... Uh, keep talking themselves out of work. Well, if they'd all keep their promises and just leave the country, we'd be fine. Oh, yes. Venezuela's calling. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> hey, so uh, there were some uh, interesting cabinet picks, and we'll, you know we have to dabble in this a little bit um, between calls. Um, General James Mattis uh, is up for Secretary of Defense. This guy is supposed to be a star uh, and is supposed to probably um, – buffered the appointment of uh, General Michael Flynn, who has been named National Security Advisor. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've heard him making rounds, this guy is going to take a tough stand against ISIS and is absolutely what we need uh, in defense of the country. And um, in addition to that appointment, Jeff Sessions has been... um, uh, nominated for attorney general. He's been very, very high profile. He has a stellar career. He prosecuted the KKK. Of course, um, the liberals are saying he's a member of the KKK, oh, probably. Lord. They couldn't of be more off it. But uh, he's uh, cruise approved, which mm-hmm. I really, really uh, think is fantastic, beyond obviously the uh, Spence Trump endorsement. And I think he'll make a fantastic attorney general. And of course, Mike Pompeo who did such a great job grilling uh, uh, Senator Clinton, uh, not Senator, uh, Hillary Clinton. Secretary. Uh, Yes. Well, just recently Mm -hmm. uh, on the Hill uh, during the uh, email scandal is going to really blow the lid off of the CIA, I think, and uh, is exactly what we need to build intelligence in countries overseas to protect the border. Uh, Finally, uh, a big guy who's up for uh, the... um, for uh, Secretary of State is Chris Kobach from Kansas, um, made a name for himself, and I think that uh, he's well on his way to having a cabinet that is going to just rock, I right. think. And a cabinet that understands the threat of ISIS and the uh, the threat of jihad in our own country. And they're really going to put it, you know, that was one of my concerns. I know that Donald Trump had 
talked about that, uh, about Muslim immigration. And then he seemed to backpedal a little bit. But this is a serious threat to our country. And I'm glad that he is appointing people that understand exactly what that threat is about. There are, and they're not whitewashing it because that's the problem with a, the prior administration. A lot of people still Soon on the boards who haven't actually been named uh, to specific positions, but we're still waiting to see if Rudy Giuliani makes the cut in any way. Of course, Kellyanne Conway, who can call her own shots, I believe. Newt Gingrich has said he's not interested in any and, kind of post. And look who's not on the radar anywhere. Well, Chris Christie is. Yes. But he did meet with him today. In mm-hmm. Bedminster. And I think that, you know, I think Trump is showing he is a gracious man. I think he is putting on a fantastic show. He's doing all of the optics that you would expect for someone who is going to be conciliatory and um, bring a party together. I mean, the fact that he even entertained Romney is, for me, I mean, I don't think Romney should even be allowed in the White House because I think that what he said on the campaign trail really crossed the line. I do not forgive him. And uh, I'm disturbed by that and the amount of graciousness that Trump has shown uh, in his direction. But in terms of optics, there are those moderates who will, you know, who will be drawn to Trump because of it. But David Bossy still out there. Ted Cruz, our mm-hmm. boy Ted Cruz, hasn't accepted anything. And uh, John Bolton, uh, senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, a great, knowledgeable person about world affairs who's got the Middle East mapped out like no one else, um, would be a terrific addition. And he's still, um, you know, he still hasn't been named to any particular position. Ben Carson has said no, though. That's because he said he didn't have enough experience. But, you know... Uh, as the b- fact that he ran for president and, and, and did what he did was was pretty dishonest, right? And well, staying in for so long. But as a man... that That's pretty annoying. He probably... Well, because he challenged, you know, the evangelicals uh, for the vote with uh, with Ted Cruz. I mean, that was... They but split how, that how vote. How do you say that... But he's a brilliant man in terms of his... You well, know, he should what be he's, a surgeon. Stay a surgeon. But I respect that he said that. He said, I'm I not equipped. I don't respect that he says that. Well, because he's not he equipped to fit, fill in... Well, well that, this is after the fact. He's being presented with a position in a post, and he's saying, well, I'm not qualified. Was he then going to say, I can't do you it? Know, I, I won think, the election? I don't think Ben Carson went into it expecting to win or even expecting to make... Then why be a spoiler? I do not find it. I do not find any of what he just did honorable at all. He was a spoiler and he should have gotten out of the race and let the real candidates go go onward towards the primary. I think and, and him saying that just made me dislike him even more. I hear it. So there. Do we need to bring in the uh, petting puppies? <laughs> I have my safety <laughs> pin you, on. You have your safety <laughs> pin on. The safety pin represents <laughs> solidarity with the cry boobies. Yes, and it's for all the people. If you're, you know, you'll you'll be able to identify another person that you can go to for, for free, comfort, free hugs, for comfort if you are scared of Donald Trump. And I say, conservatives, start putting on these safety pins, and when these little snowflakes come up to you, give them a good talking to. What is next, really? Breastfeeding <laughs> on know, college like campuses? Di- this is like a diaper pin. These, 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 these kids. I mean, How we appropriate. Didn't, we didn't have these perks when I was a kid. And let me tell you something. I worked 10 times as hard as some of these uh, ding-dongs who are attending <laughs> college these days. Um, where do we go from here? That's the question, right? Everyone's talking about it. Um, do you think that uh, climate change is going to be in the forefront? 
I hope not. I mean, for goodness sakes, taking money away from me is, uh, you know, how does how does taking money from anybody stop anything? What does it do? Where does the money go? It's just a redistribution of wealth. It's a big scam. And, you know, now that. Well, November 4th was supposed to mark. Well, it does mark the uh, the Paris Agreement that was signed. Mm -hmm. uh, by 200 nations in Morocco, and it's supposed to be implemented November 4th. And basically, it's an agreement uh, to limit greenhouse gas emissions. It is backed by the UN, of course, Secretary well, General course. Ban Ki-moon. And he has basically said he's challenged uh, Donald Trump, who has threatened to back out of the whole oh, thing. I hope he does. And so do I, because it is, like you said, a transfer of wealth scheme. Um, he has said that it has become unstoppable. And, of course, what would you expect uh, the U.N. to say? They've invested all their resources in this complete scam and, uh, and myth, and Donald Trump so, stands in the way of it. Right. I mean, what is the plan once my money has been taken from me to stop emissions? They can never tell you that. What? No. <laughs> but you know what they will do? And this is the sad, funny, ridiculous reality of it. They will plant a couple of trees in your name, oh, the most expensive trees wow. ever known to man, because you and I could go down to the, you know, the local greenhouse, buy mm-hmm. a pack of seeds for under five dollars and plant a block of trees Wait for under five dollars. <laughs> but the U.N., they're going to implement a program that's going to rob what? us of, you know, a billion dollars mm-hmm. and transfer it to uh, other countries under the pretense that we are doing something to save the environment. And of course, everyone jetted to this conference. Conference in wow. Marrakesh in their Learjets. Right. Of course. Complete hypocrisy. But what else would you expect? These are all the things that are just going to be, the roof is going to be blown off of all of them. I know. It's so exciting. It really, it really is exciting. I have to say, all of this nonsense and conservatives finally, finally feeling that they can come out and have a, have a louder voice than what we've had and be comfortable and, and being able to do it. So... We'll continue with calls after the break, 1-800-321-0710, 1-800-321-0710. The aftermath of the election still looming, and uh, we will talk more about it and take more of your phone calls after the break. This is the Jersey Joe Show on the Voice of New York, the new 710 WOR. There's nothing harder than mourning the loss of a loved one, and during those times, it's great to know there's a company that makes getting through such hard times just a little easier. The last thing you need is haggling over pricing, accommodations, burial arrangements, not to mention the grave site and plot. Pompilio and Sons is a family-run operation, which means they have never forgotten the humanity of their business. So when it comes time to memorialize your loved ones contact pompilio and sons for straightforward answers to all your questions by calling 201-659-4300 again that's 201-659-4300 or visit www.pompiliomonuments.com it's the jersey joe show the Wow, 
Does that just make you want to rock and roll? 1970s Chicago, amazing tune, and um, my goodness, that's the question, right, we're all talking about after all of this long election cycle. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, we got a deal with whatever is coming down the pike. And uh, when's the inauguration? Is it the 20th? Yeah, January 20th. January 20th. And that's when the real show begins. And uh, oh, by the way, folks, um, next week you'll want to make sure you tune in. It will be the final episode of the third season here at the Jersey Joe Show. Ah! <laughs> we feel that. We feel your pain too. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're going to try and do some, uh, some fun, special things for you next week. So you'll want to be here. Let's go to Paul. Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, Jersey Joe. How are you? Listen, I want to mention uh, Mr. Trump and hopefully structural engineers and people who are entrepreneurs that all the federal, state roads that are uh, built, we can make T structures. So people will be driving on the upper hand and the whole bottom half, say you can make structures 50 to 100 feet tall, that you can build new housing new storage, new offices all along these highways, and then when the federal government can't afford it or the state government can't afford to keep those structures going, it belongs to the person who owns the house, the business, and the structure. And I'm pretty sure it's easier to fix a rooftop with a road on the top of it than the government trying to fix potholes that takes 20, 30 years. Novel idea. You're talking about roads over people's private homes? Private home, you sell, you sell the, the federal government has the, the rooftop as roads, and the people on the bottom have housing, storage, offices. Oh, that sounds like they, a place I want to live. It sounds messy and loud and, <laughs> and very noisy. Well, if you have, you know, you can Emissions. take the buffer right on the top. <laughs> the other thing, too, is say you take a little railroad or you take the Garden State. Why don't we have a private railroad? On top of these things. Yeah. And then once the federal government can't afford to fix the roads. Well, the great thing is we have a build in the White House, so send him a proposal, Paul. Thanks for your call. Moving on to Edward. Hi, Edward. Welcome to the show. Edward, you there? Edward, one, two, three. All right, Edward. Try to get back to us. Um, how about that? How people I, have all sorts of ideas. Oh, wow. Um, there you go. So everyone's talking about division, 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 <laughs> and, you know, the, uh, the, the, the black people are scared, and the uh, Latinos are scared, and the, uh, the illegals women, are scared, women. and women are scared, and everyone wants to like... leave the country, but nobody actually is. <laughs> and there was an interesting, um, an interesting uh, Trump supporter her name is uh you must know about this azra namani have you heard that name mm. oh she, didn't you send me the uh, video she, link right you, yeah this and is i a, watched it this is interesting she is a pro-trump muslim saying oh, no. all the right things That's i just want to let's go to this because obviously we presume that the muslims fall into the victimized class as the latinos the women the blacks do the the, the homosexuals so you would expect her to say one thing but listen mm-hmm. to this clip 
The governments of Qatar and Saudi Arabia, to me, as a Muslim, represent the darkest interpretation of Islam that's out there in the world, and they represent a denial of progressive values. That's my moral consistency. And when I saw that first memo that showed the documentation of money from the governments of Qatar and Saudi Arabia to the Clinton Foundation, I was so distressed. What really killed it for me, though, was the email from Secretary Clinton to her aide, John Podesta, acknowledging that the governments of Qatar and Saudi Arabia are funding and financing and supporting the Islamic State and other radical Muslim groups. Now, that's Asra Nomani commenting mm-hmm. to CNN's Anderson Cooper. They're calling her a Trumpocrat because she's being vilified by Democrats. Now, does it signal a new direction where there's going to be a reassessment of gender and identity politics and monolithic groups? Because you would assume that the uh, the Muslim population, many have assumed, as they do with the Latino population and the black population, that they would be wholeheartedly uh, Democrat. she must be reading a different Quran than everyone else is reading because that's all very much right, right in the Quran. And it's um, it's jihad. It's, well, it's she not would be radicalism. Called a moderate, but if she has a voice and she speaks as loud as some of the other um, mouthpieces like care, as we know, the unindicted co-conspirators in the um, mm-hmm. in the uh, Holy Land trials in Texas, they're not a voice for the moderate Muslims in this country. Well, I just don't know what a moderate Muslim is. I well, mean, one who doesn't perform jihad. Wow. And kill so the what? I mean, today, infidels. how do you... Right, well, well, she's what? at least saying that that She's exists. saying it, but maybe tomorrow, I mean, maybe she'll be so swayed to commit jihad. I mean, how do you know what's in the heart of someone to say that they're moderate when the Quran is clearly... Uh, not saying that. Well, there is no room for moderate in the Quran. You're a so, tough sell, Suen Pena. And, you know, got 18, her work cut, 18 cut of the 57 uh, Islamic countries have signed on to stop ISIS. So you only have 18 out of 57 that have any interest whatsoever. And when you have such a major population uh, and this supposed majority that that claims to not be for jihad and are doing nothing to stop jihad— I got a problem with that. All right. We're going to put Osra down as a question mark uh, yeah. until we know more. Uh, but speaking of security, uh, let's go to Edward, who wants uh, to comment on Homeland Security in Jersey. Hi. How are you? Hi. Hello. I'm sorry about that before. Somehow I used my phone and I didn't get to it quick enough. What's going on? Well, um, I'm, well I, I happen to be North Jersey coordinator for the uh, Oak Keepers here in New Jersey. And uh, I don't know if you remember recently during uh, the campaign with Scott Garrett and uh, yes. Mr. Gottheimer, um, how we got vilified um, by him by inviting him to a, a group to talk about the Constitution, and they found out that I was a member of Oath Keepers. And in turn, because the Oath Keepers happened to be on our Homeland Security list here in New Jersey, that our... Um, you know, we're considered a domestic terrorist group or something. Ed, you know, that's they're vilifying per- Ed, us based on the SPLC. Absolutely, Ed. Ed. Thank you for calling in. Um, I, I know uh, this is Sue Ann here. And, yeah, I remember that happening. And um, the Oath Keepers is strictly about upholding the Constitution. And somehow upholding the Constitution makes for your group to be vilified. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that so was, was, it was, was pretty shameful how that happened. Yeah, we're trying to get a voice and get this out there so that people could realize that this could happen to any group here in New Jersey now because we have this new 
director of Homeland Security who just who randomly decides that he's going to put groups on the on the list based on on information from sources such as Mother Earth News or Mother Jones News and and the SPLC. Well, this is new to me. Sue Ann knows about it, but where do someone go to know more? Tell us. Is there a website? Uh, Is there where do you go for information? You can go to our website, New Jersey Oath Keepers. Uh, dot org, uh, and you can find some links there under our news, under our news pieces. But uh, more importantly, you could you can, and also on the front page there's a link to um, the email system so that you can contact the governor and Homeland Security and 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 uh, put in your own uh, complaint about it. And then you could also go to uh, the, the state of New Jersey Office of Homeland Security's website. Okay, I don't well. have that. I don't have that handy, but it's definitely. It's definitely on the. Uh, it's definitely on my uh, right. website. Ed, so Ed, nobody, you don't know how you get on that list. You don't know how to get off of it, and it's just like the no-fly list. There's no due due process at all for for getting on that list or getting off. It's it's right. it's just someone determining that and deciding. And how much of a how much do you think that played into uh, Congressman Garrett's loss? Well, personally, I think if if the congressman had stood up and said, "No, these men and women Absolutely. that are that currently was a bad serving and, and previously serving are not terrorists," I think he might have gotten probably would have got a, a wholehearted um, amount of uh, support. I can't say that because of that he he lost. Well, Edward, it was but, because the GOP did not support him as a party because he was so 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 absolutely overwhelmed most conservative. by the uh, <laughs> by the money spent on the other side, but. Because uh, he was one of the uh, he was one of our shining stars in New Jersey, and we are sorry that he lost that seat. Uh, thanks for your call, and uh, everyone should check out that website. Yeah, we're to glad learn that more. Ed uh, got through and was able to tell us about Oath Keepers. Absolutely. So, um, do you think that we will move straight into the policy implementations for such things that require just the stroke of a pen? When I hope so. Trump reaches the uh, the Oval Office. Or the stroke of an eraser. <laughs> that he can erase all of Obama's executive orders and and uh, and his circumventing the uh, Congress and the Constitution and really get back to our constitutional republic. Well, you know, there are some things that kind of ha- are happening really quickly. And that, of course, the market is surging yes. like never before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ford CEO has decided to – now, they had to clarify this. Uh, they're not keeping the entire – plant in Kentucky. Apparently, the CEO of Ford, after Trump tweeted that uh, they decided to keep the plant in Kentucky, uh, they uh, the Ford company clarified that they are going to be keeping the production of a single vehicle in Kentucky, which mm-hmm. is a start. Right. But um, obviously, those are uh, things that Trump will point to, that just the mere fact that he is he on the elected. horizon <laughs> is already changing minds. And, you know, I think that it's fantastic that he has the capacity to generate that kind of publicity just because of his celebrity, because we do have uh, President Obama making a farewell tour around the oh. world. He was in Peru today. And some of the things, I must give him credit for his ability to spin the truth in his favor. He spoke about how the, um, it's funny how he avoids saying what makes America great? They don't want to put America and great in the no, same no, line no. because it immediately <laughs> alludes to the slogan that Trump used. Right. So he and Chuck Schumer are doing backflips to not say those two words. 
America well, and great not cannot that he be spoken ever on the Democrat that side. Anyway, he certainly never believed in American exceptionalism. So, but and so now he has basically been. In, he was in Peru today, uh, preserving the optics of his legacy because he does, I believe, know that Trump will do whatever he can to absolutely erase him from uh, and the his policy. legacy. I absolutely. mean, and, and by not electing Hillary. That was that was supposed to be a referendum on his legacy, and the American people have wholeheartedly rejected it. He was making excuses today for uh, the limits on the United States' influence in the world, and Thank he was you, making Obama. excuses. <laughs> he was the reason that uh, the United this States was basically diminished in the world. Uh-huh. He chose to not be that beacon of light that others before him had been, and I think that he repeated Jimmy Carter's uh, lack of um, attention to the world scene, really, and right. it just became another player on the world scene. So it's very, very, um, it's distressful to watch our president go out there and still, in his mind, believe that he has done such great things. And so, yeah. Do, okay. Uh, yeah, it, 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 such great things. His latest greatest thing was in one day he uh, had 527 pages of new rules and regulations. With the stroke of a pen. With the stroke of a pen. So we're hoping that uh, President Trump will take those and put them right through the paper shredder. Interesting also, Chuck Schumer on Fox News Sunday. Today with Chris Wallace, uh, who calls himself a, a conservative, I don't believe it, he is using terms like <laughs> really? Chuck Schumer is using terms like drain the swamp and co-opting uh, GOP language now. Which is what Republicans and GOP should be doing to every single thing that the, that the liberal left lunacy Democrat Party does. Yeah, we cannot let them do this, folks. Take this victory and make sure that, if nothing else, Mr. Trump, because he doesn't need advice from us, he won this fair and square on his own terms. Do not pose with Chuck Schumer. Do not compromise with Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer is the kiss of death, really. Look what he did to Marco Rubio. He really just destroyed his well, uh, his, his candidacy um, by uh, the Gang of Eight and all oh, of that. Well, yeah. So, listen— uh, Take comfort, folks. We took a respite this week, and uh, we're going to see you next week. There's a lot to be grateful and thankful for this Thanksgiving. Enjoy it, and we'll look to see you next week on the season finale of The Jersey Joe Show. This has been a podcast from WOR. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.